What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for joining us today, however you are, wherever you are watching. So glad you're hanging out with us today. Hopefully, if you're on Facebook Live, you have the opportunity to uh, be interacting, leaving comments, connecting with us, and being a part of what we're doing here today. So excited. I have my friend with me, Nate Marielke. Everybody say hey to Nate. Hey, guys. Hey, Vertical. It's good to be with you guys today. And uh, excited. He's going to be spending the whole time with us today just sharing some things that are on his heart. Wanted to take a minute and welcome you if it's your first time ever interacting with Vertical Church. I know you can't be with us right now, but you're with us in social media land. And just wanted to say we're so glad you're joining us today. We'd love the opportunity to connect with you. If you go on our website, verticalstory.com, right there you can find a way to email us, let us know who you are, and um, connect with us that way. So we'd love that opportunity for you to take advantage of that as well. Also want to take just a minute. And uh, as I said a second ago, um, we welcome your interactions on Facebook. Hopefully you're joining us that way. Uh, but really just want to uh, encourage you to be uh, following along, participating, uh, amening, uh, agreeing with me, not Nate, and, uh, and just being a part of the interactions uh, as we do this. Just our way of kind of connecting and fellowshipping the best we can through social media. So we'd love for you to be able to do that. Also wanted to just take the time and um, just, again, put out a huge thank you to all the essential workers um, and just the time that you're in. Um, we've been saying real lightly um, over the previous weeks, like, oh, what a, what a wild time. What a weird time but it's really such a crazy yeah. time and yeah. I can't imagine some of you essential workers especially in the hospitals and the medical facilities just I can't even imagine what you're going through and so thank you thank you thank yeah. you we want to take a minute and pray for you in just a minute but it's not just a light like oh thank you I mean we're really really saying thank you um, for all that you're doing scripture says if somebody gives a cup of cold water to somebody in my name, your, your reward is, is not lost. It's remembered by heaven, by God. And so all the things that you're doing right now, and I know you're doing them unto the Lord, um, is just making an eternal impact. And, um, and so thank you again. So love it. Let's take a minute and pray. We'll jump into all of this. And then we got some good stuff to, to share and connect with you. God, we love you so much. We're so grateful for today in the ways that you love us and lead us and guide us. Lord, we ask that you, you do that in our talk and in our reading of your word this morning. Lord, I just thank you that you are leading us. And God, we just take a, a minute to pray for all the essential workers, Lord, yeah. everybody who is making um, incredible decisions and heavy decisions at this time. Lord, we just pray that you give them wisdom yeah, and you God. give them guidance, Lord, and by your spirit, you lead them in every single way. Lord, I yeah. thank you in advance for the success and for the um, advancements that we're going to see in this situation. Lord, your hand is going to move in a way um, that will be testimonies that we have in the future. I thank you for it in Jesus name. Amen. Yeah. Hey, got with me, as I mentioned, Nate. And as I was thinking about having Nate with us uh, here today, uh, it, it just got me to think how long we've been in ministry together. And um, 15 years it's 15 been, years. Nate. Oh, my gosh. We uh, got connected out at Res Life Church in Grand Haven about 15 years ago. He was the worship leader there, and I was the youth pastor. And um, we just connected as brothers and, and um, just been doing life ever since. And he's currently the worship leader at one of the best churches in town, Central Wesleyan here in Holland and does all sorts of great things there, but leads up their music. And, um, and so we're grateful to have them with us today, but asked them to come be a part of what we're doing because I wanted to talk today about the power of worship in the time that we're in. You might've heard the phrase um, that we choose worship over worry. 
and that's kind of been making its way around. And there's such a great truth to that. And we're going to actually talk about that in our next few minutes together. But I thought, hey, no better person to reach out to and ask to help me do that than Nate. And so, of course, he was so willing to come over and, and be a part of this. He's also one of our board of overseers. And so he just loves this church and, and has been with us from the beginning and encouraging and supportive to Jess and I and the rest of our team. And so uh, connected with him. But tell us, Nate, what you've been up to. I know you got some good stuff going on. It's been yeah. a little bit since we've seen you. Yeah. First of all, Vertical is so great to be with you. It's been it's just been fun to watch your journey and and to watch uh, Pastor Josh and Jess and to see you guys really reaching out to your community. So proud of you and just with you. And so it's really just great to connect today. Um, 15 years. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. And I know everybody's shocked because we don't look that old. Right. So, right, right. you know, we've only, it looks like we've only been doing this like three years. Right. But most definitely. Yeah. yeah. But no, we've been, you know, at the moment, what am I working on? I'm working on uh, trying to keep my family happy in this quarantine. <laughs> Not so, burning the house down. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just chasing the kids around. And yeah. uh, my wife, Catherine, also sends a greeting. She's doing just a great job of uh, teaching the kids and, yeah. and being, being home. And she's an extrovert. So mm-hmm. this is hard for her. Mm-hmm. But right now, that's what we're working on. Before that, obviously, uh, we had a lot going on uh, at Central and, and other things. So we actually just put a record out. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not fully released yet. Our pre-order is available on iTunes, and you can pre-add it on, on Spotify. But that's going to be coming out on, on Easter weekend. Oh, so just a it. couple yep. weeks, and yeah. um, it's going to be great. So yeah. Uh, yeah. really excited about it and um, excited about the song that we have out right now, which we're going to hear a little bit later, yeah. called We Are Ready. And I just, I just couldn't have imagined putting that song out there at a, at a better time. And just, the song just basically says, God, we're ready for you to do whatever it is you want to do. We just, you know, even though there's incredible turmoil and Mm -hmm. pandemic and all this kind of stuff, we we're seeing the hand of God move, you know, we're seeing God do some really cool things around the world. And I really believe this is softening people's hearts. So, um, so I'm excited about that song and I hope you get a chance to listen to it. Yeah, most definitely. We're going to put some of that information, uh, you'll be able to access as this goes out. And so we'd love for you to take advantage of that. We, we, it's a great song and I know Christ Redeemer's on that album too, right? So another uh, favorite song of ours that, that they have. So, um, definitely be, be a part of that again, as Nate just mentioned, uh, at the end of this, uh, we're actually going to show one of the, the live music videos um, to that song he just mentioned. So good stuff that way. And um, yeah, uh, Nate, again, I agree with you. The timing of this is all um, really spirit led and um, just having you with us to, to kind of walk through. Um, unfortunately, President Trump said this week um, we are headed into a hellish two weeks, yeah. a hellish two yeah. weeks. And just some of the, the data that they're seeing and prediction models that they have uh, about what America is going to face is going to bring us to a place that's going to evoke uh, uh, invoke a lot of things, emotions, frustrations, worry, anxiety, pressures, wonderings, yeah. uh, doubts, you know, all these things. Uh, but I'm so grateful that God gave us worship. Yeah. I'm so grateful that he didn't just kind of put us out here and say, you know, oh, you know, sort of get through it. He's always positioned us with promises and things that we can hold on to. And um, so I'm glad you're with us to kind of take a look at these truths. Um, There's also a worship leader in scripture uh, that we turn to a lot, David, of course, a psalmist. And uh, one of the texts we're going to work through today together comes from Psalm 55, verse 1. It's David, uh, who, as again, I just mentioned, is also a worship leader of Scripture. He says this. This is David writing Psalm 55, verse 1. He says, listen to my prayer, O God. Do not ignore my cry for help. 
Please listen and answer me, for I am overwhelmed by my troubles. Uh, what's interesting about David at this time is David was the giant killer. I mean, he's the tough guy. He's the, he's the one who slew Goliath. And so you're now finding David writing these words where he's saying, I'm overwhelmed. My emotions are speaking out in a way that are saying, hey, I have troubles. I'm overwhelmed. You could categorize those into I have anxieties. I have worriness. I'm tired. And, and he's crying out to God in that place. And so a lot of times we go, oh, uh, you know, we like the strength of David, but yet we don't say much about the times of weariness that David had. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's okay for us, as the president says, hey, we're headed into a hellish two weeks, or there's all these things swirling and happening maybe in your job places or whatever. It's okay for you to have the times and seasons in your life where you're the strength of David, but then you also can relate and, and, and even uh, vocalize, and I, I, I'm in that weariness place of it. So we wanted to talk a little bit about yeah. emotions, you know, being worried. What do you do with that? What do you do with anxiety? So our point number one today is this. Emotions aren't bad. Emotions aren't bad. Uh, point number one, emotions aren't bad. Here's David, who's a hero, who needs to be saved. We also have the guy who was the fixer, now needing somebody to come fix his situation. And I think there's times in our culture, and, and Nate grew up a church kid, and I grew up a church kid. There's times as you grew up in church, it was like this, don't ever admit a weakness. Don't ever have an emotion. Always be in faith. Don't ever, you know, and you always had to put on this thing. But I'm so grateful that, that even David here, uh, who God said, hey, that guy's got a heart like me, that David was able to say, God, I need you. I, I can't be the hero right now. I can't be the fixer. I need somebody to fix me. It's okay to have an emotion. It's more what we do with it um, is really important because our emotions, our emotions take us somewhere. Uh, I would say it like this. It's courageous, in my opinion, to say to God, don't ignore my cries. I need your help. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so in, in our Western church culture, we're always kind of looking, we always kind of have this thing in the back of our minds where it's like everything's always going to be going up and to the right. right. You know, we're, we're not in the favor of God unless we're kind of, you know, our church is growing, you know, our finances are doing good, our health is okay. But, but that's just not the reality that we see even in Scripture. Yep. Now, God wants us to be blessed. God right. wants us to go to this place. But sometimes you have to go through something yeah. to get there. And so, you know, another psalm by David that's very well known, Psalm 23, what mm -hmm. does he say? He said, I'm walking through the valley. Yeah. You know, there's a dip. He, yeah. He's going to end up, you yeah. know, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all sure. the days of my life. He's going to end up in that place of the house of the Lord. Yeah. But he's walking through this valley. Yeah. And what David was able to do so well that we see in Scripture is able he's able to lament. Yep, yep. He's able to, we've kind of lost the art, I would say of lament, Correct. you know, in our Western church world, because, yep. you know, again, we got to see that up and to the right, yeah. you know, but here's David saying, Hey, I'm going to be walking through this valley of the shadow of death and yeah. I'm going to have some emotions. Yeah. You yeah. know, I'm going to feel this way, but here's the difference. I know you're with me. You're with me. I yeah. know yeah. you're with me. Yeah. And we are going somewhere. He is taking yeah. us on a journey um, to this place yeah. of wholeness yeah. and, and fullness. Um, but we do go through that valley and it's okay mm -hmm. to recognize when you're in the valley and it's yeah. okay to lament and yeah. say, you know what? This is not feeling good right now. Right, right. <laughs> you know? I don't like what I'm reading. I don't like yeah. what I'm seeing. Yeah. But 
even though, you know, God, I trust you. Yeah. God, I'm, I'm counting on you. I think a huge disservice that like the church world has done is we've made everything into a catchphrase. Oh, yeah. You know, we've, we've thrown out lament or, or real, even emotion, real, real feeling because feelings aren't God, our God. They're not our God. Right. They're not our Lord. So we have these feelings, but we've put catchphrases into everything. I'm too blessed to be stressed. And, oh, that, yeah. you know, we put, and that's, that's not a good way to go. So it's emotions aren't bad. Yeah. It's just what we do with them because our emotions lead us somewhere. Yeah. And so it's saying, okay, well, wh what are we going to do with these emotions? Well, well, hopefully they're leading us into places of worship and prayer in the word, places where we can actually put ourselves back up on that solid rock. And so emotions aren't bad. It's just, it's just what we do with them and, um, and how we let God interact in them. Yeah. Um, point number two leads us to point number two here is this emotions are loud. <laughs> Our emotions are loud. And what I mean by that is uh, Nate and I are kind of in the same life stage. He's got young kids as well. And uh, what's the ages again? So I've got a two-year-old, I've got a six-year-old and a seven-year-old. And a seven-year-old, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and we have seven, five, almost five, uh, and, and uh, one and a half-year-old. And so I know when we call each other, it's, uh, <laughs> it's loud. It's loud at my house and it's loud at his house. You got the TV shows going, the dogs are barking, the, you know, you know, the baby's making noise, like the, the, the blender's running. You got all of these things and it's loud. And some of you are going like, oh, we, we know about loud. We've been quarantined at home with all of this. We know yeah. all about loud. And here's the thing with the loudness, especially in our emotions, is like it becomes very distracting and it becomes very hard to make a clear decision or a good yeah. decision or to feel even settled in what is true. So you're going through your house and you're trying to just be settled and, and there's all of this noise, there's all of this stuff and you just feel like, ah, I can't do anything sane. Well, that's what our emotions do to us when we let them run wild. Yeah. They get so loud and, yeah. and, and our worry gets so loud and our stress gets so loud, all these things get so loud and we go, ah, I can't do anything sane. Mm. Well, thank God that God knew that and he said, you know what I'm going to give them? I'm going to give them this thing that can help bring them back to sanity and truth, God's yeah. truth, yeah. not a Fox News truth, not a CNN yeah. truth, not a Facebook truth, yeah. truth. And, and you can turn down the volume of all of the other stuff that we're hearing and seeing and experiencing and saying, all right, what is true? What does God say? What does yeah. the word say? And we can tune right back into that. Uh, you got a couple thoughts in that regard. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, in fact, I didn't plan on even sharing this, but my mind's going to Isaiah chapter 6, where Isaiah has this, this major turning point in his ministry. Isaiah's a prophet right. uh, in the Old Testament, and he's been prophesying six, you know, for the first five chapters of the book, just kind of all this, some of this pretty doom and gloom. There's yeah. some difficulty happening. There's God having to come and correct his children. There's nations that are rising against a nation and all this kind of stuff. And then in chapter 6, he walks into the temple one day, mm -hmm. and he sees the Lord, like yeah. with his own, like right. with his physical, physical eyes, he sees God in his majesty. Mm -hmm. He sees angels around him. There's worship going on. In fact, right. there's this kind of song going up. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, I, I look at that and, I, and I'm thinking to myself, how can these angels look at the earth and right. say the whole earth is full of his glory? Wow. When, when Isaiah yeah. just prophesied all this, you know, obviously, 
<laughs> the, her, the whole reason full, isn't full of his glory. Are the angels wrong? Yeah. No, they have a different perspective. Right. So they're in a heavenly perspective. So they're looking at the earth. Mm -hmm. You know, um, they're looking at the earth from the perspective of heaven, and they're filtering what they're seeing yeah, through the good. presence of God. It's good. You it's know, good. and so yeah, emotions are loud. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's gonna these next few weeks. Yeah. You know, nationally. Yeah. Fear is going to really try to come in, right. you know, right. if you haven't experienced it yet, right. you know, right. I, there's times we're walking through the house and all of a sudden I just sense anxiety, yeah. not for any reason, right. but I'm feel I'm picking up, I think what's going on yeah. in the atmosphere. And that's where the gift of worship comes, come you know, yep. and there's another, uh, there's another passage of scripture that I've been really thinking about a lot. Yep. And that's, um, John chapter four. Yep. And we, in John chapter four, we meet this character, this Samaritan woman, mm -hmm. um, who is Jesus meets this woman at the well yep. and she's drawing water at noon, which is very unusual yep. because in that day and age, the women would come early in the morning in the cool of the day and yep. draw the water for the household duties for the day. Well, she's coming at noon. Yep. So because there's something going on in her life, right. she's got some brokenness in her life. And so her emotions are causing her to social distance, right? right. And, but for a different reason, we right. all should be social distancing. <laughs> right. Please do right. that. Right. But, um, but they're causing her to social, to, to pull away from community and Jesus picks up on it. He yeah. meets her. He starts to deal with her issues and all of a sudden the, the theme of worship comes up. Yeah. So yeah. the worship comes up because, because it's such a gift that God has given us. We know innately, yeah. we know, you know, as soon as the issues come up, all of a sudden the Samaritan woman says, Oh, Hey, you guys worship over here. We right. worship over here. She starts drawing a line in the sand saying, Hey, Oh, there, I know about worship. Yeah. I know about religion, right. but we're, we're divided. You know, yeah. you're over here and I'm over here. And, and so her emotions, you yeah. know, about how she views God, yep. how she views herself, how she views society, yeah. um, are all causing her to have these, have, have this kind of uh, perspective yeah, really good. that isn't fully God's perspective. And so yeah. what God's calling us to do is, is to come up higher. And we'll, we'll talk yeah. in a minute on yeah. how Jesus does that for this woman. Yep. No, I love it. And, uh, so for, for, for her and, and even for us, what worship does in prayer and however you're really pursuing and seeking God, worship brings the sound of heaven. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it literally for us, you got, you got all that noise of, Oh, your people do it this way. And your people, you got all of these things that are happening. And worship says, again, this is God's truths. This is what his promises. This is what he said over us. And it brings, again, the, the word you used was filter. These yeah. angels are filtering heaven's perspective. And, um, and, it, and it's so good. It's, it's just, it's how we're going to make it. It's how we're going to stay up. It's how our mind is going to be renewed in these times is, is just using worship uh, as a weapon. Yeah. And, and I think it's huge. And so David if you jump down uh, again in that in that scripture, when you get to verse 16, he he shows us, he models it for us. He says, oh, God, I need you. Please don't ignore me. I got all these troubles. I'm overwhelmed. But he realizes he needs to take those emotions and turn them into worship. And so in verse 16, he says, but I will call on God and the Lord will rescue me. Morning, noon and night, I cry out in my distress and the Lord hears my voice. He cried out in worship. He said, hey, I got these emotions. I got these things. I got these thoughts. He said, but with them, 
I'm going to take them into a place of worship. I'm going to take them into a place because our, our emotions take us somewhere. They lead us somewhere. Well, let's use them. Let, let's take those and lead them into pursuing God, into a place of worship. And so he turned down. Think about that. He turned down all of that and he just turned up worship in his life. And he's saying things like, God, your promises and you rescue me and I can count on you. I know who you are. Just speaking those promises again and again. So uh, point number three is this. Uh, our emotions can be surrendered to a loving God. You got all these emotions, worry, doubt, anxiety, pressure. Maybe it was job loss. All of these things, even outside of your control, you're going like, how can I be trusting? And how can I be at peace when I'm not in control of any of these things? Well, our emotions can be surrendered to a loving God. Philippians 4, 6 says, do not worry about anything. Um, a lot of people think, um, that that phrase comes from three little birds. Are you with me, Nate? You're the you're the worship guy. Come on, man. Don't worry da, na, 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 about a thing. <laughs> Nate, Nate's not a Bob Marley guy. He's an <laughs> assemblies of God kid. Yeah, right, right, right. He don't know nothing about Bob Marley. I've heard I've heard of Bob Marley. There, yes. Okay. <laughs> The song, Three Little Birds, they came to my doorstep saying, don't worry about a thing. You don't. Sounds like a great song, man. I'm going to totally We're gonna go it out. We're going to go out it's after gonna this. It's going to be sweet. We're, okay. <laughs> uh, we're, I was going to say, we'll go sit in the car and listen to it after this, but we can't. Social distancing. We can't. Yeah. We can't. Maybe you sit in your car, I'll sit in my right, right. roll the windows roll the down. windows down, crank yeah. it up, yeah. Bob Marley. I think you're Sounds supposed like... to roll the windows up when you listen to Bob Marley. <laughs> Here we go. But that's, anyway, <laughs> Philippians chapter yeah. four, verse six. Do not worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. So it doesn't just pray about the things that you can control that are into everything, every single bit of it all. Pray about it all. Because again, our emotions can be surrendered to a loving God. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything you can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And so, again, all of our emotions, all of the stuff that we're dealing with, all of these pressures, they can be turned over to a God who loves us and who can take those and turn them into peace and all the things that we need. I know it's a very uh, famous scripture. Um, but again, what is the scripture teaching us? It's saying, take everything that you're worried about, yeah. take everything that's on your mind, all your emotions and do something with them. What are you called to do with them? Bring them into a place of worship, put them at God's feet. It says, as you live in Christ Jesus, put all that in him. And then it allows him to step in and lead you in the way that you need to be led. Uh, Nate, you had a couple of thoughts on that yeah, as well. You know, so when we were talking about Isaiah and the angels kind of seeing the world through the filter of the presence of God, it doesn't mean that their heads are in the sand. Right. It doesn't mean that they don't realize that there's, there's brokenness out there. Yep. You know, uh, we're, we're taught, we're living in, and you know, I know the word's been used so much, but it's so true. We're living in unprecedented yep. times. The entire globe is kind of filled with this, this pandemic that that's happening. So it's not that we put our heads in the sand and we just deny that it's happening. Right. It's just that we can now see through a godly perspective that the end, the end is Jesus wins. Right. Like he is victorious. Mm -hmm. He will be Victorious, you know, and I'm talking about this woman uh, at the at the well. You know, she she starts talking about worship. She knows that you know she's with a holy man. She mm -hmm. knows she's with a prophet. As right. he begins to call out some of the issues, lovingly call out yeah. some of the issues in her life, she she brings up the subject of worship. She brought up worship, right. not Jesus. Right. But Jesus gives her a few 
gives her a revelation that completely changes the paradigm for her. And what he said to her was a radical statement that nobody had said or, or had brought up until this time that Jesus brought it up. He said, a time is coming yeah. and is now here. Yeah. When you won't worship on that mountain or this mountain, right. but the Father's looking for worshipers who will worship yeah. in spirit and in truth. Yeah. What Jesus did there, guys, yeah. he completely did something radical. He, yeah. he completely tore down the dividing wall yeah. between people groups. Yeah. You know, there wasn't one people group that was better than another. Yeah. And he also tore down the wall of religion. Yeah. He said, there, you know, you don't have to just go to the temple to worship. Mm-hmm. You, wherever you are, you can worship. There's a time coming where, where the Spirit of God is going to reside yeah. in the hearts and in the, in the literally the physical bodies of His people. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. And so we will be able to lift up worship wherever we are. Yeah. And guess what? We're experiencing that right now. Yeah. We yeah. can't go to our house of worship that right. we're used to going right. with and, and lift our hands to our favorite yeah. song from Australia or California. Right. You know, we're, we're actually now uh, coming back to our homes of worship. Right. It's good. You know, so it's a, it's a homes of worship versus house of worship at this point. Now, yeah. listen, I'm excited mm-hmm. for the time when we get to all gather again. Yeah. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Yeah. I know you are. I know yeah. we all are, yeah. you know, but the, but the reality is we're going back to the kind of the heart of this thing yeah. where we're burning in our homes where yeah. worships can be lit. Worship can be lifted in our home. I've heard it said like this, God's restoring the family altar. Yeah. That's good. You know, and if we, yeah. ele- if we will allow um, if we will allow it to, God will use this time right now to restore something in our homes that may have been lost, yep, yep. you know, and, and I'm even searching my own heart as a worship leader, you know, as a you know, professional worship leader. Right. Hey, I need to bring this worship, this family altar yep. to my home yep, and, and yep. be offering worship in our home. And that's the radical thing that Jesus, you know, offered this woman that yep. we would be worshiping in spirit and truth, that yep. there is nothing that separates us from yep. the presence of God because yep. of what Christ yep has done. And, and that's the, that is the, the great promise we have guys mm-hmm. that through Jesus, we get to step right into the presence of God. Yeah. We can literally right now, as we become aware of him, we can step into his presence yeah. and that, and I don't, I don't know about you, mm-hmm. but uh, man, there are times I'm so filled with anxiety or mm-hmm. stress mm-hmm. or pressure. And I've tried it all, you yeah. know, oh, I just need to relax and yeah. eat some snacks and, yeah. and watch my favorite net flip show. Yeah. It doesn't do it. Right. But it's just amazing how when you get into the presence of God, right, right. being there for five minutes yeah. changes it all. Yeah. It, now the situation didn't change, right. but the perspective changed. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I agree. Uh, and I love it because here's the thing too. We get caught up. I love the, the rebuilding the altars in our homes. And, and, and I love all that idea because as you mentioned, uh, we got so used to coming and worshiping at church and then that's where we give a worship or whatever. But you got to remember everything is his in in the fullness thereof. And so when you're out, okay. And, and, and depending how you're out or however we can be out, Mm -hmm. but maybe you're outside or or wherever you are. And you just have this thought of like, Oh, creation. Like I I know sometimes for me, I'll get out to a lake, you know, you'll get out, maybe you walk the pier or do whatever. You just see the waves, you see the sunset and you just go, Oh my gosh, God, like you're amazing. You're amazing. This is amazing. You made this. What are you doing in that moment? It's actually worship. 
It's actually yeah. worship. And so maybe your kids run by and, and, and they're being good for like a minute. And you're like, oh my gosh, look at that. Thank you, God. Like you're, yeah. you're giving thanks, you're worshiping. Yeah. Even as the scripture saying here, you're being, you're giving thanks. So maybe you're sitting here and, and you don't have much church experience at all. You, you tuned in for some reason. Maybe you don't even understand some of what we're talking about, Isaiah and the, and the woman at the well, some of those kinds of things. You say, but I do connect with, I'm stressed, I'm overwhelmed, yeah. and I do want to turn that into some kind of worship. The good news for you is, and for me, was the Bible's all full of worship places where someone found himself in a cave and was yeah. like, God, I, I need you. I'm crying out to you. I believe in you. Wherever you are, however you may be, when your heart just, just turns itself towards God in a way that, God, I need you. I'm calling on you. The scripture says when we call upon the name of the Lord, you'll be saved. And, and yeah, that talks about salvation, but it also just talks about God just joining you where you're at, yeah. meeting you where you are. Yeah. And so don't, don't worry about getting all technical about how it's going to work. Cry out and worship. Mm -hmm. Let your heart spill out. Mm -hmm. God, I don't like what I'm seeing, what I'm feeling, what I'm reading. I need you to lead me. Yeah. And he'll meet you there. That Nate mentioned uh, how in five minutes you just feel that atmosphere shift. You can feel that and experience that when you turn, turn your eyes toward him. And, and I love it. Uh, verse 22 goes on. David says this, uh, give your burdens to the Lord. Uh, you may have heard it said this way, uh, cast your cares upon the Lord. It's, it's this same verse. Give your burdens to the Lord and he will take care of you. Give your burdens to the Lord and he'll take care of you. Yeah. Then it says he will not permit the godly to slip and fall. He's got us in this. Our burdens are not our burdens. Yeah. Give them to God. Cast those cares. Put them on him and he'll take care of us. And he's not going to allow us to slip and fall. And um, I actually even believe more then he's not going to let us just slip and fall. He, he actually has a plan in all of this. Yeah. And uh, Nate, we were kind of talking about that a little bit. Uh, God's just got plans to advance us even in this. Yeah, I wonder, you know, as I think about this, I, I wonder if on the back side of this, what we have yeah. is a nation that is spiritually hungry again, mm -hmm. is a church that is desiring to be in deeper community than yeah. ever before. Yeah. You know, the things that we took for granted, like right. meeting together on Sundays, yep. you know, all of a sudden that's something to greatly look forward right. to where, you know, and T.D. Jake said it so well, yeah. you know, uh, the, all the folks that kind of barely made it, they were there half the time now are the ones saying, hey, I want to be there. Right. You know, and this right. is not a, a slam on anybody or, yeah. Or, yeah. or whatever. I know yeah. everybody has different, different lifestyles and different things they're dealing. But here's the yeah. deal. The point is those things we took for granted, we're, we're longing for. Mm -hmm. But what if America's on the backside of this experiencing a, a real spiritual hunger? Maybe, yeah. in, maybe in that vacuum, mm -hmm. the Spirit of God would come and there would be a, a real national revival. Yep. You know, what, yep. what if we could lift our, our thoughts and our, and our faith to, the, yep. to this level? You know, yep. T.D. Jake said it this week. Anytime yep. there's about to be elevation, yep. Yep. it's preceded by frustration, right? right? You, right. you yep. posted that on yep. your, on your uh, Facebook, I believe. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's so true. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think the, key, the thing is, how can we be ready? Mm -hmm. You know, how can yep. we be ready yep for what the Spirit of God wants to do. So wherever you are on your journey, like you might be, as Josh said, Pastor Josh said, you might be just, just tuning in for the first time. You're yeah. like, hey, I do feel like this gnawing yeah. emptiness in me yeah. spiritually, yeah. and I'm yeah. checking out yeah. what Jesus is about, what the yeah. church is about. Yeah. You can be ready yeah. by just surrendering to Jesus mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you've been walking with God for a long time, and you're experiencing fear, you're experiencing anxiety. Mm -hmm. I, 
boredom mm -hmm. even. Mm -hmm. You know, and th this might be a, a time where we can actually position ourselves to yeah. be ready yeah. for the thing that God wants to do on the backside of this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm just con I'm, I'm convinced yeah. that we're going to hear stories for decades yes. coming yeah. out of this of what the Spirit of God did, mm -hmm. even while people are isolated and even on the backside of this when we all get to kind of gather again. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I think um, when you look at even just national statistics, you know, when you see suicide rates and the opioid addictions and just all of the things where this soul searching is going unanswered, you know, there's just this emptiness. Um, it's weird, right? When we go up and down the roads and nobody's out and doors are closed, it, it gets you to look in deep. Yeah. And, um, and so I believe coming out of this, you know, we're going to look at like, what is, what is really true. And, um, and, and it, that's, that's a, even a place of worship, you know, for us to go, God, I'm, I'm looking to what is true. I want to lay my life down on something for something that really matters. I mean, that's worship at its core. And, um, and so, yes, uh, I agree with what uh, Nate was saying. This isn't like a, hey, bury your head in the sand and, and, and just be hope filled. And uh, there's a lot of real stuff that yeah. we're facing all around us. But I'm grateful that we have an opportunity to, to cast these cares, cast these burdens on the one that cares for us and, um, and turn to him in this time. And so um, it's important for us to, to make those moments of worship, you know, whatever they are. Uh, I know. Our routines are all thrown off and things are different, um, but you can still have a schedule. Um, you know, it's funny. I think it's uh, Pastor Robert Morris says, um, you know, we don't miss appointments in real life. Like uh, we don't mm. we don't miss out on the dentist. We would never do that to the dentist. It would be rude. We would never miss appointments uh, with a doctor or with, a, you know, all these other kind of people. Um, but it's too bad how many appointments we miss with God, mm. prayer, worship, all these things. We have mm -hmm. no problem missing appointments. And uh, we need to get back to setting some appointments and really meeting with God. Some of that rebuilding the altars in our home. Um, because it, it matters. And, um, and so I, I know those worship places are incredible because, again, it helps us just turn worry over into yeah. worship and yeah. lets God step in. So yeah. any thoughts in there you want to add to that before we close yeah. out? Yeah, you know, and I'd love to pray over us yeah. in, in a minute here. But, you know, just something to keep, keep in mind is that we, in this time, we've had all of our kind of trappings and our comforts, yeah. many of them stripped away. Mm -hmm. We can't just go out and grab a burger with friends. Right. Right. You know, we can't, we can't just go walk the mall or, or do some of these things that, that we sometimes use mm -hmm. as, as coping yeah. mechanisms. You know, and so now we're here and let's, let's cope mm -hmm. by bringing ourselves to the, to the Lord and, yeah. and, and, and opening ourselves up to him and see what he would say to us and see how he would breathe yeah. into us. And I want to leave you with one encouraging thought. Mm -hmm. The Church of Jesus Christ for the last 2,000 years mm -hmm. has been here. Right. And they've yes. been through war. Yeah. They've been through, we've been through famine. Yeah. We've been through tribulation. There are whole congregations of people who mm -hmm. were enslaved. Yeah. There are, there are, there's a massive congregations of people that are operating under government radar because Christianity is illegal yeah. in their nation yeah. and still they thrive. Right. Still they thrive. Why? Because worship, the worship, the living of the living God laser focuses, mm -hmm. laser focuses mm -hmm. us mm -hmm. on what is important. That's good. And yeah. right now we're, we're literally in a season where we are being, where all these other things are being stripped away so we can laser focus on what is important. Yeah. Our family. Yeah. 
yeah. relationship with God, yeah. our friendships, yeah. being real with one another, mm. being real with God, yeah. uh, digging back into scripture, awakening the family altar, rebuilding it. Yeah. And so I want to pray over us. Yeah. And then after we pray, I think Pastor Josh has a few things he's going to close with. And we're going to see a, a music video of a song yeah. that we recently wrote that's on this new album coming out called We Are Ready. Yeah. And I wrote it with... Um, Bree Harris and another one of our worship leaders, Hannah, at our church. And um, Bree is singing it in the, vid- in the video, my coworker and friend. And it just says that, Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. you are moving here yeah. and we are ready. Yeah. And that we know that strongholds are breaking, mm-hmm. you know, hearts are awakening. Mm-hmm. And so right now, I, I just believe it's a song that is speaking to the state of our nation yeah. and, and what God wants to do. And so I really pray that it blesses you and just encourage you to worship along with it yeah. in a minute. But I would love to pray for yeah. us today and pray over your homes. So King Jesus, we take a minute to just become aware of your presence. Mm -hmm. We don't even need a a keyboard or a guitar playing in the background. Mm -hmm. We can just experience and know that your presence is here by faith Mm -hmm. in the Son of God. Thank you for the indwelling of your Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that gift, that promise, that indwelling, that that comforts us, the comforter that tells us that you're with us, that, mm-hmm. that bears witness yes. to the work of Jesus in our lives, mm-hmm. that bears witness to the faithfulness mm-hmm. of the Father. And Lord, I pray over every individual, whether they're alone right now, I pray for those that are watching alone and they're, and they're being quarantined and they're alone in an apartment or in a home, mm-hmm. I pray that they would sense that they are not alone. Yes. That Holy Spirit, you are with them. Mm-hmm. And Lord, I pray that they would sense that they are connected to the body of Christ even now. Yes. And Lord, I pray over families. I pray over marriages and, and homes. And we pray the favor and blessing of God mm-hmm. as we rebuild the altars in our in our homes. I pray, Holy Spirit, you would give us the grace that, mm-hmm. that we would just be pulled away by your spirit, carried away into the presence of God, that you would speak to us revelations that we would write down and we'd carry out of this quarantine time yes. to bless our families, to yes. bless our neighbors, to, to walk in a way that is more authentic before you. Mm-hmm. I pray over churches right now. I pray over vertical mm-hmm. church, God. Thank you for this community of believers that loves one another, that are connected to one another. And I pray that, that this time apart from the big meeting mm-hmm. would actually cause them to grow deeper in their relationships. Yes. That Lord, yes. on the backside of this, that there is a congregation that is even more connected, mm-hmm. that is even more connected with each other, that's even more connected with God mm-hmm. and with your purposes, Father. Mm-hmm. That it comes in with a deeper knowledge of Scripture and, a, and, a, and maybe even some revelation and how, yes. to, how to greater reach their mm-hmm. city and their mm-hmm. town and their surrounding areas. God, I bless. Mm-hmm. We bless. We bless. Mm-hmm. And so, Father, we bless. And, and uh, Lord, we want to just say we are ready. Yes. We are ready for what you would want to do. God, mm-hmm. maybe it's a national revival. Mm-hmm. Maybe it isn't. But whatever it is, we lift our hands and we lift our hearts and say, Jesus Christ, we yes. are ready yes. for what you want to do. And yes. we pray these things in your precious name. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Love it. Thank you.
Uh, as Nate just mentioned, we're going to show that video here at the end. So when I'm when I'm done with these announcements and a few things I have for you, stick around. Don't don't sign off right away, and um, and we'll roll that for you. We'd love for you to see that. So a few things uh, as we kind of wrap up. Want to let you know our hand to hand ministry is still happening. So in the outreach center, we're still being able to feed families and take care of uh, all those connected to that. And so we'd encourage you to keep your donations going um, right online. You know all the ways that you would normally do that. That's still functioning normal. We are qualified as essential. And so uh, you can keep all that going. And so just thank you so much for your amazing generosity. That way it's been awesome. And then also Vertical Kids. Uh, we've been just so excited to see the way that you've been participating with all of the kids ministry that we've been able to release on social media. I know you've been posting your videos and pictures and all those things. Um, so keep leading your family that way. It's just amazing to see you be the kings and priests or the priests of your home and, uh, and just love that. So keep that up. And uh, if you haven't followed the Vertical Kids page yet. Keep doing that or do that and keep up with us. We'd love to see that. And then also giving, don't forget, uh, many people asking, you know, how they can do that since we don't have in-house. You can give online, verticalstory.com, click on generosity, or you could just mail it right to the church. We're still uh, collecting mail, doing all those things. And so you can keep that going at this time. So thank you for your generosity that way. And then if you haven't checked it out yet, Monday through Friday, uh, we are joining with Radiant Church. We're a part of the Radiant Church Network. And so Monday through Friday, they go live stream with a prayer and worship service. We put that right on our Facebook page. And so as you're getting ready, as you're a part of your day, um, join in with that and just be praying and worshiping with us as we do that together. And um, would love for you to be a part of that. And then also so excited, uh, even though it's insanely different than what it normally is, we're excited for Easter next week. Got a lot of really cool things planned and um, excited for you to be able to join and connect. And so I want you to just remember hey, things may be different and we might not be able to come into church, but Christ is still risen. Mm -hmm. And it's still a big deal to celebrate that. And so Easter, it may be an online experience or whatever it looks like, but build your faith. Get that resurrection um, excitement going in you. And um, we can't wait to have you with us uh, for that coming up next week. So thank you again, yeah. Nate. And um, stick around here just a minute. We're going to show that video. And um, don't forget to, to look into the pre-order and, and be a part of, well, it'll be out. It'll be out here soon. So yeah. uh, pre-order and then purchase um, what they're putting out. And um, you're going to love it. It's always always a um, not just good listen, but it'll minister to you. It'll preach to you. It'll build you up and um, encourage you to get that. So much love. See you next week. Check out the video. Bye. I got to go listen to some Bob Marley. Yeah. Right. <laughs> over your life and I declare this over my life let us declare this together Thank you.